Welcome to the RAB Poetry Podcast, where we bring you the stories behind the words, where every poem has a story behind it. Our podcast is a journey through the hearts and minds of poets as we delve into the inspirations, struggles, and triumphs that fuel their work. In each episode, we'll feature a poem, sharing the underlying stories and reciting the most powerful and moving pieces. From various poems on wide variety of topics and rising poets and authors, our podcast is the perfect companion for anyone who loves poetry and the power of words. Whether you're a seasoned poetry enthusiast or just getting started, you'll find something to love on the RAB Poetry Podcast. So tune in and let the stories of our poets take you on a journey of inspiration and emotion. Listen to the REB Poetry Podcast, available on all major platforms now. Welcome to Fandom Power. Why, hello there, everybody. What is up? It's uh, Wes, Andy, and Hank, and we are back for the uh, usual Sunday night uh, live stream here on Fandom Power. This week, uh, kind of keeping with the flow of last week, a little less formal, a little more max relax, chill, hang out. Although, I know, Hank, once you get going, it's going to be anything but <laughs> chill. <and relaxed. laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I took I took uh some something to mellow myself out. Before. I okay. took a Xanax. <laughs> That's fair. Right okay. on, kids. So you're okay then. Mm. Right up until we start talking about yeah the hot industry button <laughs> hot button issues. Fuckers. All right. <clears throat> what me. are we doing? Well, tonight we are. Uh, my God, what are we tonight? We are episode twenty-two. The 22. pre-order menace. Nice guys. Fantastic. We are toy people here. And mm-hmm. we haven't really like touched on toys a whole lot, but uh, we man, touch on them every now and again. The state of the industry has At become, as you say, it's a hot button, yeah, a hot button issue. Especially uh, Hank, you had made me aware last week that there was a bunch of uh, cancellations from. Yeah, uh, so it was weird because just after the show on on Sunday, we had yeah. just what do you go? What do you what do you think about doing next week? And we I like you guys want to just chat about toys and the state of the yeah, industry and collecting you know and then i woke up monday morning to an email from entertainment earth telling me that the rex had been canceled that i had pre-ordered because magically hasbro had found crates and crates and crates of these things and distributed them all over the place it was all over the internet for a while it was like november sure and, sure. and not not a reissue either like the old rex in in the original black series box the 2015 right, 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 right. maybe 2016 rex canceled and then i was just like wow that's crazy and then because of the algorithm uh, all my social media started showing me videos from people who were like oh this Lighting has been up. canceled too and this has yeah. been canceled too and i was like wow and i, I did a little digging and sure enough hasbro like is like are they cutting and running <laughs> what's going on the price of plastic is high i get it i don't know man like there i don't know if it's stuff in that uh in that cancellation i think we got uh I think Rex was the was a big one for a lot of people, but uh, what Cad Bane, Asajj Ventress, 
as well as uh, now these are black six uh, six inch black series we're talking about. Right. Uh, Cad Bane was in there. Asajj Ventress, Rex, the, uh, Stormtrooper with the uh, pauldron yes. and the long rifle. Yes, yes. Uh, the reissue uh, or the and, new and yeah, Stormtrooper. Uh, I, yeah, they're all reissues. There's a few. I mean, so there's a few vintage collection figures, the 3.75 with the high articulation. Yeah. That weren't reissues in terms of the the new line, but mm-hmm. I guess because that that line started at like 140 or something like that because yeah, of yeah. the previous line from 2013. Okay. Uh, reissues of the characters but all completely different sculpts and things of that yeah 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 so there's a there's a few things i couldn't name them but they got canned too and and like you said like when when i first brought it up if it means uh we're gonna get new sculpts brand new stuff like you know i i didn't even it never even (laughs) occurred to me i almost i bought uh the one jack today for the price you did on on social media you were like i won't do that and i was like i probably will and then i I will i was like there it is (laughs) and so this it's weird though and in my head something made it more valuable to me than actually just sitting there there were four on the shelf along with a uh q90 i picked that up q9 yeah yeah i've got it i've got a q9 here somewhere and uh nice and three three of the bubbles on the uh the one jacks were like heat shrunk like curled in like just completely destroyed and now i'm trying to be a an unboxed guy but i was just like my head raced to can i get a discount on that but i don't know how that works anymore but so i grabbed the one that wasn't like that so i don't know Uh, sure sure a factory defect or not but that like you said on on social media that was a 40 dollar figure 39.98 I was at our, our and I know region. So this is going to be an interesting part of the conversation because um, Andy and I were in Ontario. Hank, you're in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. We are all shopping at the same national slash international right. retailers. Right. I'm curious to know if there's a price variance between provinces because I was in a, our one of the WalMarts uh, that's local to us yesterday, and there were five one jack mm-hmm. on the peg, and right beside them was a was a q90 not this one i've had this one for for several weeks now but uh that uh, q9 was at the same price point as the one jack and here in ontario at walmart he was uh what did i say 39.99 yeah 39.99 yeah 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 there he is there's one jack throw the glare there uh we're super disappointed though you know to find out he's just a forlorn repaint Right. I mean, but we did see that in the, in the series, right? I mean, I knew that was happening. His eyes aren't even green, bro. Why no. aren't his eyes green? Well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's a whole other issue. But um, uh, like you said, yours, your, your, uh, your figs were skewing the same price. And this guy was seven yeah, bucks yeah. cheaper than this guy. Isn't that something? Yeah, no, I found this in a different aisle. Okay. Almost like they got like a off shelf aisle where they have like overflow where they don't know where to put stuff that uh, ends up around so the store and they, they stuff it. Our store has aisle. had that as well. Yeah. It's sort of like, so a, I don't want to call where it I found clearance aisle. This guy? Kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not really clearance prices. No. <laughs> no. So not when you uh, get uh, Rise of Skywalker figures. Andy, you've been there. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. I um, well, I can't even think of her name. That's how memorable the character was. The 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 African American woman in Rise of Skywalker. Oh, the one that we all theorized was Lando's kid. Right, where he's like, "Let's go find out where you're from." Yeah. yeah well, yeah, she's yeah. been. <laughs> that figure has been there, peg warming for 
months and months and months. Twelve dollars at uh, Toys R Us. Last it goes. Time I saw it goes away. It goes yeah. away, and then when a refresh, co- a case refresh comes out, she goes back up on the peg. They did the same thing with Azori, Azori Bliss. Azori Bliss, yeah. And every that. time the case refresh goes out, these figures go out at the same freaking price point. Yep. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's that's mental trickery. No, that's yeah, that's the corporation just going. Yeah, I mean, they might trick somebody yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think it has a lot to do with, um, you know, like when I was trying to vend uh, Hasbro stuff. Now, this is before Hasbro Canada was allowing the uh, the independent retailer to purchase directly. So I had to go through a distributor. Right. Every time I call a distributor to say, are you getting the new case and what's the breakdown? They could never tell me hmm. because the skew is the same skew for every wave. So it's like, oh, you can't tell me who's in it. Well, how do I know it's the wave that I just didn't buy six months ago or right? How three do they weeks keep ago? that separate? That's crazy that that. Right, right, and I think that's kind of a similar situation with you know with WalMarts and Toys R Us and the bigger stores that it's all kind of. That was their thing not too long ago with GameStop, right? When they were moving from a single SKU to multiple, multiple SKUs yeah. for the new wave. Mm-hmm. But it just makes sense in terms of my. Uh, so much stuff being done online, it makes sense that like the customer could search online, for, you know, and, and order an that individual, way. Individual, yeah. Like you know, I, I, you know, I see it less, but I did see a lot of this early on in the sort of Black Series stuff. Like, uh, uh, you would just be ordering a Star Wars figure, and it would be yep. random. Yeah, they'd be like, you know, GameStop well, is famous for that. Yeah, yeah, one of the assortment case assortment. Uh, you right. get what they give you. you Right, and you know it's whatever the peg warmer is here. You end up with a Admiral Holdo. Because apparently, one Jack must be the, uh, the 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 larger number of figures for that assortment. Well, the old, the yeah. other two that I saw on the um, uh, shelf were the, the Stormtrooper, uh, okay, and, and uh, a Boba Fett that I couldn't corroborate whether it was thirty. It was the same price. So Which one was it? Was it the Tython one, or was it, it might have been Tython? One? That's the one. I it wasn't that one. That one that I seen that for fifty bucks. Well, this this one's from GameStop. This one's mm-hmm. uh, not that long ago, and I think what's the edge price there? Can you make that out? Forty four ninety nine. Forty four ninety nine. Yeah, now that's discount. That is with an edge card. This is considered to be a deluxe figure, as you can tell by the larger right. packaging. But right. that that's another thing. I don't even know where to start. There are so many things we could. Oh, I know so we like. To I, I basically Star have Wars the same here, figure here. Hey, well, there you go. He's just a different, uh, yeah, yeah. different head, right? <laughs> he gets all the same gear. Well, he does. I mean, he's got some other variances, obviously. But yeah, I mean, yeah. a couple of different let's weapons. Just, but... Let's just talk about for a second. Okay. Fifty That's bucks. What's going on? Swap. Let's. <laughs> there is that. For a moment, just for giggles, let's talk about this whole. When Hasbro said that, you know, some of these figures were going to be deluxe and they're, you know, they were talking that, you know, part of the deluxe price point was going to be more paint apps and stuff. You guys noticed a difference at all with any of these deluxe figures? No, no, no. I mean, they say every, every shot of paint is a, you know, is a, is, is dollars. And I, here I am looking at this Boba and I mean, we've got red, green, silver, some gold. I mean, that's. He's kind of matte. Yellow right? is like four or five. So, I mean, I guess technically there's some in there, but really, I mean, the overall figure, as I, as I was saying before we went to air, this is a deluxe uh, uh, figure. And uh, this yeah. guy, 
this guy when he came out now this is the 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 mandalorian uh, the mandalorian with yeah. this guy right that's this the red and black out. uh red and black box uh no it's the it's the colored box oh, okay it's the new came, okay yeah came with the uh the backpack this was a standard release right this is a deluxe release i i don't get the it's not like they're coming with a different amount of accessories. I mean, this Mandalorian comes with a rifle and right. a pistol. Right. And we have seen that one released in a deluxe when it comes with Grogu too. This Mandalorian comes with a rifle and a pistol. This right. Mandalorian comes with a helmeted uh, head. This one also comes with, well, I guess he does have an, uh, a helmet an and a head. But still, I'm having a real hard time reconciling no. uh, there's what also, is deluxe. I mean, hold on a sec. I got, uh, I got a point too about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because like normally you'd want, you know, more bang for your buck when they're calling it. A well, deluxe. if it's going to be deluxe, you got to make, make it, it deluxe. It. Yeah. Make it deluxe. I don't feel that 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 is a figure that fits. Remember what the, the old deluxe figures <laughs> when they were like they stepped right outside. Yeah, of yeah, the line yeah. It's right. Like, well, know. I mean, but that's your. Still, is that considered a figure though? Like, I mean, that's right in there with like the Tauntaun and right, the Wampa, right. right? Like where it's. Right. It's less of a figure and more of a. I mean, it is a figure. Let's. I'm so not what if I have two that. of them? <laughs> <laughs> to uh, me, but that, that kind of fits more in the uh, the vehicle you know, or yeah, 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 yeah. almost beast. yeah, beast uh, or vehicle. Beast sure, yeah, yeah, sure. And the other deluxe. I mean, the the Grievous, the first deluxe. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it came with four lightsabers. Right. A pretty intricate figure too, although the damn thing won't stand up it's, to this day. I gotta well, use a like a. I, he's in the, the back of the, the cabinet, leaning against the back wall. So <laughs> if he's I have one go... of those like arms that's for flying <laughs> figures, just holding him standing, at sure, least, sure. so he can run forward. But I mean, at least that. I mean, four lightsabers is is pretty cool, but it's still not the stuff that I'm seeing that. And right, what you guys right, tell right, me about right, legends right. figures, and it's certainly not the kind of stuff that's like. You know, coming with the hundred dollar price points of the hyperwaves. I, I like, like that, what. You know? So I'm torn because I mean I like what Hasbro does. I like the product. Uh, generally Love speaking, it. now that being as all things aside, that Boba Fett. And I'm going to go back to that. That one is labeled as uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett, but it's not. Hmm. It was the Book of Boba. It's Fett the Mandalor. Teaser. It's the Mandalorian uh, Boba Fett. That's the throne yeah. room appearance. It's the wrong undergarment. It's essentially the uh, the Tython undergarments with the uh, uh, repainted armor on top and a new belt. Yeah. Like so while, while we're talking about that point, I, I know I, it's a nitpick. An, another thing that I'm having, and it, it is a nitpick too. I, I agree. I think, but the fact that there's like a gaming grades wave in this color. Yeah. And they have like one through twelve, and there's a Mandalorian wave in this color, and they come from oh, yeah. one through twelve. There's yeah. no like. I mean, there's a cohesion, but you can't collect that anymore. It's it's you, too you hard buy to the numbers. Yeah, keeping a checklist is mental, especially when one and two of one come out in a wave packaged with three and six of another one of another uh, another subgroup, and they just start one in the middle, and then they yeah, abandon yeah, yeah. one for like they had the sell the the Yavin ceremony Leia forever. Yeah, no other new hope figures for like a, almost uh, six months, and then they put Pondo. Baba I love that in. figure, by the way. the The Yavin ceremony layout. Yeah, it's, um, it's sweet. A, a yeah. friend of mine picked her up for me on the Power of the Force card. Not that it matters because she will be freed from the plastic, uh, you know, at some point. No, but, but that's an, that's that's part of my point too. Is that the like uh, the different packaging? And now we're mm -hmm. about to switch again, right? With uh, with black well, series, for we're sure. about to switch again to this to the windowless packaging. Yeah, and yeah. that's crazy because now 
nobody has a choice but to open them if they want to even and I mean you so, can't even get a mispaint you can't get like you can't uh, see if if your guys have faces on sideways as a transformer collector and I've been a transformer collector uh, since 2006 right um that's not a hard one for me to swallow because anything bigger than a leader class like any right. of the 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 commander class and of course the titans they're all in windowless packaging so that's I mean true. it's a, it's a crapshoot every time you buy that's um, true. you know i think there is an answer here i know i i, I applaud hasbro for being uh committing to the uh, uh reducing uh, you know the the plastics but what about bioplastics you know like plant-based plastics can is there a time when we'll ever get back to window boxes with them Do i don't these know people understand that paper straws come from trees i don't well, know there is that <laughs> <laughs> there is that anyway uh, uh, I, I mean, I agree. I, I, I definitely don't want, you know, like <laughs> some action figures are going to be some of the things left at the end of time, right? Like the old, the old stuff, the hard, oh, that's hard, true. crazy, yeah, yeah. non-bio, yeah, yeah. you know, but um, I mean, there's got to be a, a, like a broader interface with the fans. I think, I don't know, like at, at an expo, is there like a, a booth where you can, I mean, go up and give them comments or feedback. Well, they, I, I was know. thinking they, about this earlier today. Washing that all out because they are being bombarded with this. Like what but, we're doing right now, there's a thousand guys. Absolutely. Doing it. And, and everybody and has then, an opinion and everybody, everybody and emailing has their, it directly to the CEOs well, or whatever. There is that, right? Right, right. But so, I mean, uh, unless they give I mean, me the names of all the shareholders. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> you know, at some point, and maybe it's impossible because maybe it's this weird, tricky thing, but at some point, is there like a, is there a fan? Do we know these guys? Like the way that we now know the guys that were in Kenner and stuff like that. Like, do we? Right, right, right. right. Was there any like, you know, celebrities what? that are you know are like you, like toy makers and guys? Are you like watching? That? Are you watching the the fan events on Hasbro Pulse on their Facebook? Uh, not live, not consistently. No, you know, yeah, definitely and not in the same live. way. But like, gen genuinely speaking, and again, this is just my opinion. I don't think there's anybody who works on the toy lines like. Because within Hasbro, you know that they're broken down by group, right? So there's right. the Star Wars group, there's the Marvel group, there's sure. the Transformer group. And I think the people who work on the development of the product, they really do care about it. I, like, for example, uh, Riva's lightsaber did not make the funding for the, the HasLab, which is a whole other thing. But the people who worked on it, the guy who was promoting it at, uh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Celebration, he was so passionate about it. Now an argument could be made that he's just a, he's a company man and that's what he's got to say. But like by and large, the people who the toy makers, I do believe are passionate about the brands that they work on. Oh they, yeah. And I think they have to be. Yeah. Like, I'd say 98% of the stuff I get is high quality and I, and yeah. I love the crap out of it. It's yeah, it, yeah. for me, I guess it's about some sort of like, like slow down with the slow down with the, uh, the packaging changes <laughs> mm -hmm. slow down with things like, I mean, and figure out your distribution because that's a huge problem. Um, and I, and well, again, I, 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 mean, I could just easily say that too. I'm not a, what do I know about distribution? But I, I, I what I do a, see is other fields for collectors that have mastered that like comic book distribution, things of well, that nature. They are a comic book distribution just took a major nosedive in the last. Did it really? Years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. COVID, diamond, yeah, uh, diamond distribution is not the, uh, the, the end all be all anymore. No, right. He pulled out of there. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what half the industry right there just went. Nope. Diamond. We're done with you. Yeah. yeah They've recently crazy. gone 
slightly back, but I know that uh, uh, in Canada, Universal, I think, is uh, carrying some comic books now. Yeah, mm. you know, it's uh, well forever. It was it was a pretty unshakable sort of situation. So that's that's unfortunate. Well, comic books though are unique though because they are still uh, what I would say ninety plus percentage the the purview of specialty retailer. Yeah. Action mm. figures are not. No, they really. No. I mean, some some action figures are for sure. Well, are, like but... your uh, Mayfex ones or whatever. Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, so Mayfax, SH Figure Arts, I would say they are not. They're just, they are to us because we live in North America, and these are international brands that technically aren't really sold here. So they they come at that, oh, they're international, right? And and that's always been a thing, Uh, you know, bringing toys in from, say, Japan, which is where a lot of these things come. My Voltron. (laughs) Well, exactly. Go Lion, I mean. My my Go Lion. You know, I wonder if there's a, a similar uptick on uh, on domestic product that's sold in other markets. If there's the same sort of like, oh my god, it's the Hasbro, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that we absolutely. go for Japanese toys here. No, absolutely. And there's even just a discrepancy between the you know Spanish language in Mexico and the French in right, Canada right, right. and the, uni- the single language in the states. And yeah, yeah, there are people that are in North America collecting three of everything in terms of that too. So, so this has been sort of the, uh, uh, the thing with me over the years is I started, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't retain my childhood collection. It just, it, mm. it wasn't, it was out of my control. So coming back to toys as an adult in 2000, 2006, 2007, it's been a huge part of my life, a, b- a big part of my adult life, but man, like I've already had, um, what I call the the great purge of 2019. Andy, you probably remember that. I do. Um, where I downsized my collection by 200 pieces and yeah. over 200 pieces. Yeah. And I find that, you know, with the price creep and this, the scarcity, whether it's real or fabricated is really kind of, there's a tingle in the back of my mind. That's like, is it, is it time for a collection 3.0? Do you know what I mean? Is it time yeah. to like, you know, cut my, cut my ties to certain brands and just go, look, I can admire it from afar and I can enjoy it like a movie, but you know, the, this, again, that scarcity real or imagined just drives me nuts. And I don't, I, I will be the first to admit, I freaking hate disappointment. I hate oh. it. <laughs> well, here's nothing worse. You on. Yeah, yeah. After purge, did you regret it? Great question. Because um, if you're thinking about doing it again, if you had regrets going through it the first time, you know, when I did, so when I did, uh, the, the great purge of 2019, uh, I was absolutely ruthless about it because I had gone from being a completionist transformer collector where I retained all the packaging. I still opened everything, but I kept mm-hmm. all the boxes. So ste- uh, step one was letting go of packaging. That was the first thing, you know what? And that's an easy one because as I like Teach to say, <laughs> As I say, here's here's the, my mantra. I collect toys, not packaging. Yeah. I collect toys, not packaging. I don't buy mm. physical media anymore. I don't buy movies or music anymore. Nope. I, I nope. stream everything. But I, I do pay for it. So, I mean, that's not going to change. I believe in acquiring these things legitimately. But um, I knew that I was going to have a hard time letting things go like if you have you ever gone through uh you know like the andy you're a parent um when you go through the kids like art projects you know they're three or four years old and you're like can you let them go 
Not yet. It's that same kind of, the process is very similar yeah. uh, when you're trying to get rid of stuff. So I really approached it from this ruthless like place of if it didn't emotionally hit me immediately, put it in the, in the to-go pile, because if mm -hmm. I stayed on it for any more than, you know, was absolutely necessary, I was going to find a reason why I should hold on to it. And so even my wife who has been with me, uh, through 99% of my adult collector life was like, are you sure about this? And I'm like, absolutely. I am. <laughs> and then in the last 12 months, it's kind of snuck up on me, especially with the resurgence of masters of the universe mm -hmm. that I have a little bit of, of, uh, regret, on, regret on letting some things go. Mm -hmm. Um, it, no secret here. You I do big into the classics. I was huge. I was an all in subscriber from 2009 until 2015. And after 2015, I let my subscription go because I was getting tired of like, come on, there's still characters in the main line that you just never did. Yeah. So I started cherry picking just the ones I wanted after that. I took a lot of that stuff. I, I do own a retail business. I do own a toy <laughs> store, full disclosure, <laughs> but, uh, and that was a good way to move, uh, some of that stuff in the last year. Um, some of the remaining classics that I had at the shop have now made their way back home. So, you know, there is, there is a certain amount of that, but you don't, you never know. You don't know what you're going to regret until you do it. True. And that's yeah. the, that's the like, Oh, that's the big, I, unknown, I, I have right? to admit that a huge part of my adult collecting is based on the fact that I don't have my collection from when I was a kid. Absolutely. whatever mine, you know, deep psychological well. reasons mine i don't well. want to get into right <laughs> but sure. it, it definitely it's definitely Listen, about that i could write there's, a paper on it. there's probably several hundred uh, adult men all sitting at home going uh-huh i know what he's talking about oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. my masters of the universe collection was my yeah. own fault i yeah. was desperate for money so i decided to yard sale it but the rest of it ah. i still got like i've still got all my gi joes my battle beasts my centurions oh wow that's, that's pretty awesome yeah. You've got a handful of uh, WWF Hasbro figures and some LGA. That's very cool. But it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting place to be in that whole, like, am I ready to let go of this stuff? Um, and when you're, when you're behind the wheel, you know, it's not your, in my case, it was my parents that yard sailed everything on me. I had no say in that. It's a much different experience. And in some ways it, it can be actually kind of, I don't want to say liberating, but there is a sense of, of feel good. You know, I mean, the short version is my house is not getting any bigger. <laughs> <laughs> my collection continues to grow, but my house is not getting any bigger. So I yeah. really have to, I made this decision, uh, and with, with my transformer collection. So I should probably start by saying the, the big ones for me, uh, modern transformers within the main line and masterpiece transformers. I love them. Star Wars, the Black Series particularly, and I was a huge uh, fan of Masters Universe Classics. Well, that's over now, so I haven't filled those spaces, but those are my big three. Those are the things that I like the most. Yeah, totally. And a smattering of, of everything else. With Transformers, it was easy. I kind of went, um, what do I, what am I emotionally connected to? And then I decided that it really was sort of the, the G1 era of Transformers. But I've narrowed that down even more specific. So now, uh, as far as Transformer collecting goes, I only collect characters that appeared in the first two seasons of the show or the 1986 movie. That's it. Anything else outside of that, eh, it's nice, but I don't need it. Makes it yeah. a lot easier. Star uh, Wars is a, is a little bit of a different animal because there's, there's current uh, entertainment 
that's pushing that brand forward. And of course, yeah, it's easy that's... for me to go, oh, shiny thing. You will be yeah, one. Must have the plastic. Yeah, that's 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 driving me a little crazy. And I have, I mean, I was a completionist, and it, 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 you start to do things like make lists inevitably to keep track of what's going on, especially once your collection starts to grow. And uh, yeah, you notice that there's things going on that are wrong with, I guess, maybe just the the model. Uh, of of how they how they distribute toys and how they sure. even organize what's what's distributed but in in terms of the black series you you go through the, the first 60 figures and uh you know and including like you know from one to 60 the right. first 60 figures and then you count the number of figures i have in the first 60 that are on that list oh yeah and uh, yeah, yeah. get some big gaps like, well it's something like <laughs> 12 or 13 really in the first 60 and then you go oh well well no i'm sorry it's something like 25 30 it's a, it's like you know half or so and then you go well how that means i need you know 25 30 more to get there right you know yeah, in that yeah, ballpark yeah. and then you look and you go but no because of all the uh the special stuff that's been released here and the exclusives there and stuff there's still 50 figures that, that aren't in that list our first comment coming in tonight from uh, YouTube. It's my wife, Kim. Nice. She, and she says, yep, you usually get the plastic with the <laughs> winky face. Yes, yeah. my love. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, by the way, you're getting some new stuff here soon. <laughs> nice. Spread the guilt. Well, that's <laughs> it. You know what? You bring up a very interesting point, Hank, because a lot of those gaps boil down to availability well i was gonna that uh, i was gonna say the other the other big one well there's a third a third one okay and we Mm -hmm. as canadians have suffered for uh, for this for for an exclusivity like like retailer uh, exclusive right retailer exclusive so automatically we are excluded i mean unless you're you're buying from you've got that hookup in the united states or uh, elsewhere down and all ties the back we are barred from those. We just, we don't get a lot. Well, right. mind you, that's not true anymore in the sense that a lot of the retailer exclusives, like the target exclusives are showing up at GameStop here in Canada. Yeah. I've seen Has some there. Anything and then, that we know that hasn't, that hasn't shown up since they've made that kind of switch. Um, I, I, I haven't seen the like target style exclusives, but um, you know, Th- like retail that we don't have access to, like Disney yeah. store exclusives, like the three oh, packs, the four packs, or the, some, the theme you know, park stuff. Yeah, you know, which they did. Uh, okay, they realized just selling it at the theme park is ridiculous. What are we going to do with a million toys? So they wow. started putting them in the stores and online with the Disney yeah. store too. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's, I, I I don't know how to explain it to non-toy people out there that if there are any of them stay sticking with us through this, but there's something about <laughs> going to a brick and mortar and going, you know, shelf to shelf, to shelf that. to shelf and go, boom. man, that whole a, experience, a weird little kid feeling that's going on there. Like, being you know. in the aisles and having that, that sense of, of discovery and like, Oh, Oh, look at this. Look at that. <laughs> right. You, you almost look around. It. Like, is anybody going to swoop in over my shoulder? You know? Right, 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 right. And then you go, well, my $5 allowance isn't going to buy me anything anymore. No. <laughs> no. Dollar tree for that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, you know, and in Halifax, uh, it's not, it's a small market. Um, I, you, I mean, you guys are country a little too, you know, but. We're a weight country out here. Yeah, but I mean, but you're you're close to larger markets. We are. I, yeah. I mean, I we can drive. Travel. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, 
my market's so limited that I, I've got, you know, there's there's three EV games that take me over an hour to get to each on on Metro Transit. On public transit, yeah. Okay. Right. I don't drive, so I guess I'm winding a little bit, you know, being a little bit uh, privileged. And hey, man. Well, let's let's just flip this. Let's flip the script here because the alternative is you have public transportation, we don't. Yeah. Well, there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there you go. Um, and so, I mean, it's. I've got three or four places I can go. There's a couple comic stores that are hit and miss local retailers and they're driving it up. Kim says uh, it's the new book smell. And I, that is a direct uh, uh, wink, wink. That's yeah. one of her vices is, is buying books. And I mean, I, I also suffer from that. No, I it's mean, yeah, I, I do too. That's another, uh, you know, seen the shelves in my apartment. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, I, I do miss uh, comic. I, I, that's that was my biggest, I guess, collection. You knew me when I was a kid. The comics were my. I remember that. I the do craziest that. thing. I, I had like innumerable amounts of comics, and she's absolutely right. There's a smell. There's a, like a brand new comic book. You know, uh, that feeling once. of holding something new. The in physical hand. product in hand is not. I do a, miss that tactile stuff, and like yeah. you said before yeah. about music and books and, yep. and, and yep. art. I miss. I miss like banks of tapes and albums and stuff, and I miss like the album art and stuff. But as I, we I moved it, you know, the store. The storage, though, is like you can't deny that. That is the flip side, and maybe that right. is. I've got every I mean, album ever on this disc drive here. You know, like, we like, are we are all sort of we're all middle aged now, and we're all kind of you know set in the in the places where we're going to be for the foreseeable future. There is that sort of like, do you find yourself thinking about how I can't take it with me? Oh yeah. No, I try not to think about that. <laughs> oh, cheapers. I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> that's 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 on page two of the paper about my crazy psychology and toys. I I mean I do like Lauren's. Ha she's flat out said to me, "Which one do you want to be buried with?" Because I'm burning the rest of them. <laughs> that's an interesting one. No, but I did no straight up. This that's that's kind of a joke between us, and I I, I do sure, want sure. to be a cl the clone uh, Obi Wan to be buried with me. <laughs> That's my favorite Black Series figure. I love but him. But you know too. what? I want you to take them all because um, I want you to take everything that I've got and I want you to go yep. to like the, the, the nearest children's hospital and I want you to just start handing them out. That would be really cool. Yeah, man. Like, like uh, yeah. That's exactly what I want to happen. Uh, uh, because if I didn't get around to playing with them and it, it's taken me a hell of a long time to open them. To start to opening stuff. Yeah, inevitably, yeah. that's what they're for. And if I could do that, that'd yep. be dope. That would be a hell of dope because I'm not, I mean, they're not, I'm never going to get the money that I put into them back out. It's not like that anymore. I don't know, man. I, you know, that's, I was actually thinking about that and I was going to say like, and I'm sure we all know people who, who buy based on the perceived resale value. Mm -hmm. well, you know, so, like, I need to get this figure because it's going to be worth something in 20 years. Well, not even 20 years. Like you look at the new, uh, marvel legends with yep, the yep. windows box uh the future foundation spider-man i've mm. seen it going online already mm -hmm. for 75 a piece now that's a new drop that's a new drop isn't it, it i just saw it come out at gamestop right this week so that's probably the, the and those it's still 38 are, bucks but we've we've seen that before though we see the people who are getting it directly from the factories in china who've got that that in over there where they yeah. oh, i've got it first so i could basically you know Charge ask what whatever want. i want yeah yeah it's yeah, and there's, I mean, there's, there's got to be a, there's it. probably, there a, yeah, there's a yeah. huge, yeah, Just that's, that's another problem. 
I'm, I have to admit I'm part of the problem if I walk into a Walmart and drop $100 on two action figures. I'm part of the problem because well, if nobody bought them, then they sat there forever. They might have to rethink it. But who's going to do that when you actually I'm never going to tell anybody how to spend their money because no, Lord 100%. knows that I have made – I mean, I've got a, you know, I've got an impulse buy sitting in my driveway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, who am I to say, don't spend your money on things you love? And I mean, right. that is, that is the, that is the crux of it, isn't it though? It's, it's about those things that we love, that we identify with. And really at the end of the day, I'm not going to give up on toys. I'm still going to buy them. I think I'm just going to be a little more discerning. Less. A little yeah. more discerning, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's here's a couple of directions. Point, I yeah. I mean, I, I have to admit, forced that way. Mm-hmm. Well, here's I did some weird math, and I just went, "What was the price of bread in 1978? 1978. Oh dear lord! The first Star Wars came out. Price loaf know. of bread in 1978 was 33 cents. I think it's American, but we'll okay. talk about American prices. Yeah, sure, action sure. Figures and Star Wars action figure in 1978 was anywhere from 99 cents to a dollar 99. So we'll go right, at the high right. end. And we'll say that a Star Wars action figure in 1978 was six times the value a loaf of bread is. Yeah. So today a loaf of bread is $3 in Halifax. Yep. I don't know what yep. it is where you guys are. It's about Oh, that, it's pretty right? close. Between that. Yeah. It's pretty close. Give yeah. or take. You know, Walmart it's on sale. Is buck 99, but. Well, there you go. Yeah, so. sure. But so six times that price is only $18 for an action figure, fellas. Yeah. So it's, something's way out of whack. That, yeah, that's kind of weird, too. <laughs> right? And, you know, you I know. mean, do I believe that the price of, of, of plastics has gone? I do. I do believe that all of the, the, the logical, the logi speak as it were around the manufacturing process and the cost of labor and the cost of, of materials and all that stuff. Tooling is the big one, right? You know, tens of thousands of dollars for the steel tooling for one action figure. I, I believe that. I just don't know if the price creep has really been a, a reflection of inflation. I, I don't necessarily believe that. I do think that um, other people who are uh, in the, the YouTuber space and in the industry, like today, I, I have sent you guys a video from a, a popular uh, YouTuber and former uh, uh, toy, toy guy. company executive right? who, you know, who basically says it does come down to bottom line. And when you have these multi-billion dollar publicly traded companies that have to answer to shareholders, that's a very compelling argument. Yeah, no, it's true. Which, but, which sort of leads me to my, if, if my solution or where I, I think I'm going with toys. And now I'm not, I'm like you, I'm not going to ever stop. No, I'm not. stopping. Um, and, um, and I might, even because I started to get enjoyment out of the, like the larger items, like helmets and swords. Oh, and sure. Yeah. Stuff. But yep. I might even start to look at the more high-end stuff like we talked about, like the fig arts and stuff. Yep. If yep. if I'm getting a crazy high-quality product that's I get, uh, technically more precious, I guess. You sure, know, sure. Because there's fewer of them in my collection. It might be yep. something to explore. But even to go take it even further, if I can get something custom made by an oh, artist yeah. at the yeah, same yeah. price point as I can. A commercially a made box, thing. Sure, yeah, doesn't yeah. Doesn't that become a lot more precious? And I'll take it even further. There's, I'm really yeah. close to start deconstructing open figures and buying oh, yeah. a 3D printer. <laughs> because it's you not are, as hard as it used to be. You are anymore. way behind the curve on that, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And I, well, I mean, just for myself, though. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, not to sure, make money, sure. but because I because I want to see Ezra Bridger with short hair, things Dude, of that. You know, I want to I mean, see like, blind Kane and Jairus, like. I mean, pretty much anything you can imagine is out there somewhere. Somebody's got a right. file for it, or or could design a file for it. 
Yeah, but at the and, same and, time, if that is available to the public, just think how far they've advanced in the manufacturing process. Right. 3D printing has changed the face of toy collecting, though, because, you know, a lot of uh, companies, it's that's the rapid prototyping phase. Yeah. But yeah. to the average Joe consumer, that's a one-off custom toy. True. You know, and if I can, if I can sell a few of those. But if, it, if it's competitive enough, you think that's got to maybe drive the price of the actual product back down in, in our favor. You know, like the, you, you at some point, so. there's going to be an industry backlash. Well, I, think. I, would, the, I would say that. That would have the, to be a, something to draw the consumer back. I feel like this is this is a, and I'm going to use the transformer analogy. We talk about third party transformers. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. trans, not transforming transformers. They look just <laughs> like your transformers. They may even be better than your transformers because they're full of things like die cast metal sure. and super articulation and crazy levels of detail. And Hasbro almost never, never goes after these people. And there's this thought that these companies that are doing this, as long as they aren't infringing on something that maybe the company is wanting to to flex their own thing on, and I'll use the the Haslab Unicron as a is a big one because there was a third party Unicron that was supposed to get done, and uh, Hasbro weirdly like nope shut them down because they were doing the Haslab Unicron, mm. but outside of that, there's a synergy that exists that if if there's excitement for these third party um, um, uh, offerings that that will have a reciprocal effect on the actual brand and people will go, Oh, that, that transformer thing. Oh, I see. I saw that. Yeah. Right. You might not be buying the thing you think you're buying, but you're getting something, you're getting (laughs) something. Yeah. So there's this reciprocal and every third party company that puts out an action figure that is a, a blatant pass off of another intellectual property is basically rolling the dice every time they yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, you can buy Chinese knockoffs at, uh, Absolutely. on Amazon. And of course the, you can. You can army build with your weirdly printed oh, yeah. stormtroopers. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, AliBaba or AliExpress for the AliExpress win wish. for what those $25 uh, clone troopers. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I mean, on a shelf, if that's just for you, what's wrong with that? Paint, Grab 10 and paint them up, man. This is the thing. I have no issue like with the consumer at home who's got the 3D printer, who's making, you know, makes a, a figure for himself, maybe makes a couple for his buddies or something. But when you start selling them to the public, you are taking your chances. And when yeah. you get shut down or you get caught or you get criticized, you have what you you have no recourse. What are you doing? Well, it's all <laughs> no, on, there is look no. At, they shut me down. Yeah, because you stole their property. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Well, have they shut those guys who are making the New Age Centurions down yet? No, they haven't. So, and that, but again, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Again, though, that comes down to who are they infringing on? And is the, the rights holder, the actual rights holder, are they doing anything with that property? No. But if it keeps it in the public eye, then they don't mind it. You know, and there, there's another thing, right? It must like, drive the, uh, the secondary market up. If uh, for you're talking about ramen toy, yes, ramen toy who are doing who just did their they call them 80s commanders, which yep. is a modern take on centurions. Yep, yeah, they have legitimately a license to do uh, their uh, quicksilver from Silverhawks. They just revealed a digital rendering for Brave Star oh, that they are so, calling wow. the Mar- the Marshal. They're also Crazy. doing they're also doing remember mask yes, so they're doing yeah. a couple of mask toys as well in scale with the vintage line. Are all these properties in, like you know, 
They've been out of circulation for a while. Well, yeah, no, no, Mask, yeah, Mask that, came but... back in comic book form recently. Yeah. Um, Silverhawks hasn't had a, a really a resurgence uh, until Super 7 kind of got a license for it. Yeah. Mm. My point is that these these third-party companies do keep the brands in the public eye. And I think from a corporate perspective, if it folks have nothing to do it, why not? The folks at Mattel and Hasbro can watch very carefully to see what the response to that is. And if the if the public is like, oh, we're really into this, yeah, then they can exercise their rights and start producing something official. And it may work for them. Yeah. It may not do. <laughs> <laughs> but like also, as he said in that video, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, we've got a go at the angle that the toy aisle is not aimed at it's us. not aimed at the uh the collector yeah but what did he say was the uh the the parent the kids the parents and the you know buying gifts for the the, the birthday parties and stuff christmas right kids. i'm gonna disagree with that because yes technically it is aimed at us we were the kids that went to that toy aisle and got the mm. birthday presents oh, yeah. for your friends and everything you go there now you're not buying a 50 dollar toy for some kid's birthday <laughs> you know what i Again, th- this is a, a perspective I have from being a retailer. I've had people come in our age and say, I'm looking for a toy for my kid's birthday. He's going to be eight. And mm-hmm. I've said to the guy, I probably don't have a whole lot that is suitable for an eight-year-old. And he's like, I don't care. I have this hell spawn. <laughs> well, has bought the $55 NECA figure with the 32 right. points of articulation and the three heads and the six, you know, interchangeable hands and all the other accessories. And I'm like, wow, you are buying a, a collector figure for a child to play with. Good for you. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. that's for his own kid or for his kid to take to some other kid. Does it really matter? I mean, you're, well, you're likely to spend, yeah. you are likely to spend <laughs> more money on your own on kid your own than kid. you would on somebody else. Yes. For sure. sure, for sure, and that's that guy is probably a collector himself. But uh, maybe he might have just yeah. been passing through town if he didn't know him as that, right? Like that's possible as well. Um, now I, you know I'm kind of I'm in between too. I I don't know if I believe, you know, that the the collector product you know is not necessarily where it should be in the store. Mm-hmm. I mean, I noticed actually I noticed we have two Walmart uh, WalMarts local to us in the same city. Yes. Uh, one of them, I don't know if you've been to the North End Walmart. Yes. They just had an entire re- redo. Uh, yeah, they just redid the entire store. And interestingly enough, it looks an awful lot like the big American stores now, where the collector product is now firmly seated in the electronics department. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly how yeah. it is here. But, but there's still the collector black, stuff. Yeah. It shouldn't be there. No, that's true. But here's the thing, though. It's the, odd. This, it's weird stuff. This is not corporately speaking is not a collector no. figure. This is a mass no. market toy. Yeah. So then That's I got to ask is. this question. My toys are us. I don't know how your yeah, toys sure, are sure. us operates. Well, and I know that they've I'm been, gonna drive uh, them. they're very disconnected from one another. Now I know that the, oh, yeah. the, the corporate entity is a little sketched out. So um, they're, they're operating like single pr- proprietorships, I think. Okay. Um, but um, they have a huge section off to one side, which is all collectibles. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. got like, they used to Alarmed. call it the, the collector corner. Right. Uh, so is that still all called that? Uh, no, the Marvel Legends are there. All the Black Series are there. All the Vintage oh, Collection are there. Not, not the ones that we go to. No. They're still so, in, the, in the aisles. Collector Corner is like, like NECA Funko and, Pops. Yeah, Funko Pops, NECA. Funko and, Pops are uh, in there. The wall of Funko Pops. Yeah. All, the, all that stuff. And then all the like the Black Series sabers and helmets and then all the yes. weapons oh, from yeah, the Marvel stuff. lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all there. 
but all the black series are there all the marvel legends all the high-end he-man figures um i find that bizarre and in the aisle all it is is like uh there's like the, obviously there's a lego section but it's the uh like the the new size the, like the five inch weird sort of animated style looking stuff uh mm. that star wars okay. is doing you probably oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. you wouldn't go into those aisles but there's like a uh, an, another wave of stuff that's aimed at like preschool kids that Star Wars is okay. doing. Okay. And uh, the aisles are full of that stuff uh, at Toys R Us. But they, I mean, so th- Toys R Us is aware that these are collector's items that, that, that they've been set aside yeah, yeah, where yeah. kids don't necessarily go past the barrier, you know, without their parents. Right, right, right. Um, so, and, and I, they're I not. I will say this. I will say the, this about you know, Toys R Us is that they have recently with, with the, the uh, bump. with the price bump, they are now firmly the most expensive place to buy your six-inch uh, action figures. Yeah, that's nah, crazy. I, I took that picture and posted it on social media of the Dark Saber for four hundred and ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Yeah. It's rid- ridiculous. Sorry, <laughs> is that ridiculous. what it came out at, or is that is that a new price point? I, that's what it came out at. That's what I, it came I, out I, as. Okay. I mean, I bought it on on uh, Prime Cyber Day. Monday or something oh, like that. Cyber? Sure, sure. I think so, and it was like twenty percent off, and it was still three hundred some odd bucks, three twenty nine bucks or something like that. Like, wow, you know. And that, again, that's I, I'm, I'm doing okay, so I, I, I'll pay a little more than the average collector, I guess. But so um, I, I think from the the gist of the conversation we've had so far is that the three of us still, by and large, enjoy the retail experience in yes. a in a brick and mortar. Yeah, I really do of, the thrill of the hunt, if you will. I, I guess, and I mean, who can afford it? But I, I really, I look at the pictures of the, uh, the towers and the Kmart's from the seventies right. and the eighties, where <laughs> yeah. there's literally a thousand figures on the wall, and you yeah. have to yeah, yeah. sort through them because you could just buy the entire set there, right? I there, just want like the first wanted. eighteen right now. Yep. Like, and and you know. And the best uh, and, thing about and, back then, you know, you and get knowing when you can go back grandma. next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, and keep going. You can mow right, a few lawns right. and go get a few more after school. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 There is so, that. And while I, okay, well, I am going to complain that they just released two waves at once. One of the waves is, is not supposed to be true, yeah. retail until March of next year. And I definitely can't afford now, $50 a pop or $40 a pop. So wait, wait. Now is, that, is this, once. now, is this a wide release? Or are you just saying you've seen it in your local market? Uh, isn't the, um, sorry, isn't the, uh, the Q9 not supposed to be? Uh, Q9 still, has been out. No, he's been out for a long Q9. time. Uh, sorry, the, the uh, Jack one, Jack? one is yeah, one Jack, uh, isn't that? Well, here like a March I'll, I'll release. I'll be honest with you. I, I have, uh, I've sort of dropped uh, as I said before, I don't like disappointment. So I have really worked towards not paying attention to upcoming dates. release dates because right. they're never fixed. And again, uh, as a collector, I hate disappointment. Uh, as a retailer, Who's I hate that? disappointing customers. Well, this is yeah, that's, that's a whole thing. other. That's a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. So I'm not sure where that where one jack fits in the uh, official release schedule. Uh, I just assumed because I saw five of them yesterday that he's uh, ready for release. So if you're saying that you saw him in Halifax and I saw him in Peterborough yep. on the same he's day, he's out there. He's out there. So and that stormtrooper yeah. was listed above him, although that peg was empty. So not yeah, for collectors, yeah, yeah. but those are the people that I, I know that there were kids there at six thirty in the morning getting those figures off the rack. <laughs> yeah, it's you know middle aged dudes before they go to work. Yeah, <laughs> or wait, maybe that is their work. I don't know. I don't maybe. know. That well, there is that. Yeah. People who want to. Uh, 
man, if you want to be a shelf. if you want to be a toy dealer, be a toy dealer. That's a whole other thing. I won't yeah. get into that. I mean, I've I've definitely walked into and I'm and I, I can't say guilty, but I've definitely walked into an, e, an EB Games and saw four Grievouses and went, I'm buying all of them, and yep. then gone, Hey, does anybody need a Grievous at retail? Right, because you because, want to make sure that it's getting into the hands right? of the collector. Because yeah, I'd yeah. seen I'd seen them going for a hundred dollars. Like like days after, and I was like, "That's crazy." Some people think they're doing somebody a favor, like they're the the whole yeah. like I'm the savior of this, like I'm I'm providing a service, and so then that begs the question: You're not the only one to do that, Hank. I mean, no, lots yeah. of people have done that, and now I've not done that specifically to a wider audience, but I know that I have a very small selection of friends, i.e., yourself, Andy, and there's a couple of other people that. If I'm in the store and I see the thing and I know it's on your list, I will take the picture and I will send it to you. Do you yeah, need yeah, this definitely. right now? Definitely. And if you say yes, I'm buying it for you. Yeah. I'll do that. But I will not blindly buy five things knowing that the collector community, because let's face it, the, the community, yeah. as much as people say it's a community, it's no. still kind of a free-for-all. Because you're like, you're, you're, you think you're doing a cool thing. You sell it to a guy at retail and then it shows up because that guy's flipping it for hundred That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or the, or the, um, you know, I saw the five of them. So I bought one for me and four to resell and my gas and my time, man, yeah. you were already in the store. You, you knew what you were doing. You were going there shopping for yourself. Your gas and your time means squat to me. I, so I'd I mean, be interested to know, and I know that I don't, well, I don't know. I, I haven't really d- dug too deep, but I'd be yeah. interested to know if there's like a lit, like a, when, when Hasbro puts out a, a Spider-Man figure, Spider-Man yep, yep. X, which is, it's not a figure. It's just, you know, sure, whatever. Sure. Yep. And d- d- they know how many they put out and they know where they, you know, there's this many go to Thailand and this many go. So I'm, I'm interested to know like what that number is. And is it public disclosure? What is, is the it, production run? And is are these scalpers, for lack of a better term, privy to this information? And is that sure what's that driving is. the secondary market? I'm and sure then, that there's a little bit of corporate like shenanigans. Right? Is there some yeah, level, every level of, of because there they, would have them, to be right? Like, I would yeah, think so. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Does the corporation or the toy company, I guess, profit off of the secondary market? Because I see things. On pre-order on Amazon that are supposedly yep. being sold by the dealer, the the yep, original aider, yep. way double, sometimes triple market. I think there's an argument to be made for all of the uh, retro packaging. Um, you know, is that sort of these are the companies that are capitalizing on the nostalgia? They, I think that companies like Hasbro and Mattel have seen what what the secondary market is doing with their vintage toys and they're like wow we want to get a slice of that so they start packaging or making completely new figure lines the the retro line which is on the retro cards Mm -hmm. and you know they just want to get out on the business too but again you know they are publicly traded companies and it is a business true yeah they're not your friends no, 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 no. <laughs> they don't care no, if your you collection is complete. You can't just call up Chuck and say, Chuck, send me one of everything and don't I watched the, the video. I don't know which, uh, did you send that video over the other day, Hank? The guy, uh, um, 
uh, it was a retailer. He was talking about yeah, yeah. The, the cancellation. It's a small retailer, but yeah. I listened. I listened to him, and he said, "You know, Hasbro's fans." I'm like, Hasbro doesn't has fa- doesn't have fans. Star Wars has fans. Marvel has fans. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the licensing that has the fan base, not the. Companies. I mean, as a lifetime toy collector, though, and I was talking about this with Lauren. Hasbro yeah. does have a little brand loyalty from me. It's good, like that. The, those GI Joes, man. Like, I, I, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Sure, I, t- I tell anybody, it's not like you know ketchup like we're, we're you know or mcdonald's versus burger king or what, what have you Coke and pepsi but there's a little bit of nostalgia there because like that's i the, think so the oh, parent you know, company I can, I can right like, that. sure um but like if, if somebody was producing the exact same thing for half the price and i could obtain it morally and, and jump ship I, I, yeah I, probably in a second hasbro so i, I know i was those reaction figures the the since that licensing has exploded and there's like a, a literally a wall of yeah. what 20 or 30 different licenses yeah, at least. and they're 22 bucks yeah 22 Foco? bucks for yeah for a three and three quarter reaction figure uh no yeah, with five points of articulation no thank no, you i bought the, I, I wait till i see them in weird places like there's a candy store here that yeah. i got a i yeah, got a yeah. karate kid daniel larusso for four bucks <laughs> sure things that you know those things will be showing up yeah. at walmart yeah, one yeah. day I, I don't I bought, have. I, I bought the. Uh, I don't. You probably can't see them. Uh, this shelf right here. These are my Robotech reaction figures. Nice. I think I got. I got three. Three Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyries in Battleoid mode plus nice. a Battle Pod, and I think I paid twenty dollars for all of them. Hmm. Total. Like, I see them. A, ni- yeah. They're nineteen ninety nine at the comic store. Yeah. Yeah. Pop. They still have a few, but they're they have their twenty bucks a piece now. Is there anybody out there that is still doing good stuff at a at an affordable price point? Well, I I, pro- I have blinders on to a lot of the industry. It's it's I'm sort sure, of a, sure. I, you know I I jumped head feet in with the uh, I I I went crazy in 2015. It's just like I, I uh, yeah. I'm going to have a midlife crisis. I don't know if that's what it was, but it was just like <laughs> I'm going to start collecting gonna Star Wars figures. I jumped on the Force Awakens train hardcore, right, right, right. and I started collecting the the 3.75 stuff. Um, collected like I, I literally had, and I don't anymore because that's what when you talk about a purge. Getting that if Dougie's listening, his his kid is the uh, oh. I, I say he's the victim <laughs> of my purge because I unloaded over a hundred figures on him. Oh wow! Um, because like. I was never going to, I, I didn't have the time to get what I put into them out. And you look Let and me, you're like, yeah, you know, at that time they were 1099 a pop and they went up to 1299 by the time I stopped collecting sure, the last sure, Jedi sure. ones or whatever it was. I um, recently, uh, I made a recent purchase that I actually thought was really, really cool. Um, I'm not a huge die cast collector. Like any of the die cast that I own, it has to be like a Hollywood car. So I have like a, like a small assortment of like Hollywood cars in different, uh, different nice. scales. Yeah, but cool. I saw these. I saw these. These are from Jada. These are their uh, their Hollywood rides, the Nano series. So they're about the size of a of a micro machine. Oh, cool! And I mean, <laughs> this this three pack cost uh, before tax eight dollars and ninety seven cents. Oh, eight ninety seven for for three essentially micro machines. To me, right? That's not a value. bad deal. There's yeah. some serious value. In yeah, that. yeah, that's I really like that. Yeah, that's not a bad deal at all. So then the other day we're out again and I was surprised to see that not only there was, was there a refresh on that wave, but um, there was also this uh, Jurassic Park set nice. and this GI Joe set also for $8, cool. $8 and 97 cents. 
I'm going to stick with Jada for a minute because they do a lot of uh, Hollywood stuff. Yeah, Hollywood stuff. I, some of my uh, my Hollywood cars are Jada. And if you can get them at regular retail, this kind of touches on that whole aftermarket middle-aged guys sitting in the aisle when the store opens. Um, a lot of the the Jada stuff, it's really well priced. Like it's super reasonably priced. Nice. And what, what retailers are carrying that? Uh, Walmart. Oh wow, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my Batmobiles I got at Walmart for like, I think I got I paid twelve dollars for one. The most money I spent on one was uh, I bought it at a convention. I think I paid sixty bucks for it. But uh, like I said, I don't own a lot of diecast. But honestly, like the, Jada as a company, I think are doing some pretty pretty cool things mm. um at a price point that people can actually afford that you know a kid with a, a couple of lawns mode could do could go and get this well yeah. now that yeah because you know now that a lawn mowing is probably going to cost somebody 20 or 30 bucks that's right, yeah i'll mow well, your front lawn for 20 and that's just it um <laughs> i i don't think the price climbing is going up we see it everywhere in every walk of life so i don't you know, what's I don't know. The, if, um, what's the brand, Andy, that uh, got some excitement there? The the Dollar Tree brand. Oh, Final Faction. Final Faction. Yeah, they're what yeah. three and three quarter inch kind of five three quarter five yeah. POA. Yep, and they've got accessory packs, villain packs. You can definitely army build with them, nice. and they're like a buck fifty a piece. Sure, and they've oh, got their cool. they've got their own uh, lore. They have their yeah. own they've media. Got an animated series to yeah, go with it on their own. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, but it's a dollar. This is a dollar store brand. Yeah, that yeah. is is built at a uh, price point and quality is not bad. That's durable enough for the average kid to play with like right fairly heavily. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I won't be doing that with my uh, black series figures. <laughs> no, I mean I I've been getting a few of them dirty with my photography, but I I certainly uh, I treat them weird like it's, when they come out of the box, do you wash your hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gloves. I think it's a it's a difficult situation to be in all around with this. I, and I've said this before, um, going back to my love of Transformers, this is something that I've watched well over the past uh, decade and a half is that mm. the the Transformers come out and the, it basically boils down to two things, less plastic or more money. And I've seen I've seen the the size of a, of a, of a Voyager or a, a deluxe class figure. They've gotten shorter over the years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Transformers now are built with way more hollow spaces, you know, in their, the back of their legs, the backs of their arms, because, you know, they know that most collectors are not going to pose their figures standing backwards. Right. So right. as long as the front still looks good, all is well. But I'm going to have cardboard cut out. <laughs> yeah. Paper. paper Unrecycled paper that melts yeah. in the sunlight. <laughs> with a transformer you can kind of get away with that because if you transform it into a car or whatever its alt mode is it's generally kind of it's kind of covered and it looks like what it's supposed to look like right, with right, a right. with a marvel legend or a star wars figure you need that you can't cut you can't cut view. those corners it's no. really hard to cut them like what do yeah. you do like start making the figures hollow <laughs> do you know what i mean like i don't know so the price creep really uh really really is the the major thing that's on my brain that yeah is going to eventually kill it has been for the last couple of years it's been uh it's been a a, a a thorn in my side as a collector it's been the same thing as a retailer it caused it, it super stressful for the retailers and for the small retailers out there that are uh, listening or, or watching this on the replay i sincerely feel for you <laughs> like man 
we called this episode the 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 pre-order menace. Mm. You know, in 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 the years of retail that I did, um, I did not I did not do pre-orders. I I wanted to do pre-orders. I tried to do pre-orders, and I realized that I, as a small business owner in a rural area, do not have the capital to front everything. Right. I just don't. And then you no. have these horror stories and I've seen it. We've seen it in the, in the toy groups, other small retailers who have taken the pre-order they've, they've made the customer pay up front. And then for some reason that money has been spent somewhere else. And then the people don't get their product and it just oh, yeah. becomes this downward spiral of like real, real, like, yeah, no, that's nasty. Fast. You know, people say like, I don't want, I had this uh, in the last couple of weeks. I had a guy who's like, well, I normally only buy from people who have like a loot system. Like, well, dude, I can't, I can't afford it. I can't afford to front you everything until it comes in. Maybe. And as we saw with this Hasbro cancellation, (laughs) yeah, maybe may never come. Yeah. So I I just, it's still that drives me crazy considering they have an entire line that's dedicated to putting figures out that were hard to get in the first place. Yeah, so yep. putting a, like a big fat stamp on the fact that they realize that that's the problem in the industry. They wouldn't know to put a Dengar out if they didn't know that a Dengar well, was a hundred dollars. I I've said this before. I want to know who's the guy or the girl or whoever the employee is at whatever company who decides what the case breakdown is. Yeah, it's who's yeah. that person. <laughs> right <laughs> do you know what i mean like what do you mean you're putting you know six uh six lobots in in a case and and right, one Han right. solo what right what are you doing oh uh, you know what they're computer i heard that computer, computer algorithm. algorithm if that's yeah. the case then it is then, definitely wow. driving the second market oh, absolutely like okay this is the one they're gonna want so don't give it to them this is where I think again these people they, work. they did it in sports cards for sure. Oh, really? Like, I mean, when they started running things like uh, I remember. Do you, you remember when I had my store on Main and Danforth? My my uh, uh, comic sort of. I do not. Okay, so anyways, uh, one of the things was that they were selling packs of cards, and inside these packs of baseball cards, say you get the uh, the pitcher Olin Olin Nolan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he would autograph this thing on a titanium green emerald card. It'd be in a pack, $300 out the pack. Yep. yep. And you could literally, you know, have a kid sit there and buy a $5 pack of cards, give them $150 for this card out the pack and double yep. your money. And it, like the sickness of that is what, that, that turned into all the foil covers uh, in, well, the, that's... in the comic industry in the late nineties. <laughs> that 2000s. has just kept the, that train has kept rolling. I mean, and so now Hasbro owns uh, Wizards of the Coast, right? Right. So, Magic the Gathering, uh, same thing. Pokemon, And I can't same help thing. but thinking that mentality is at the forefront of these shareholder meetings, at the forefront yeah, of these yeah. board meetings, at the forefront of the design meetings. And it's, it's un, you know, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about it, but it is what drives it. Well, there, there is that, uh, that brings up that question again. Is there, uh, is there uh, like manufactured corporate, scarcity? Yeah, corporate level exclusivity. Yeah, like I mean, are they I'm driving this? I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I believe there is. When I when I yeah. go into a, um, when I go into a, and it's when I see things that are like fan driven, like you know when there's like ten Admiral Holdos. Oh yeah, I know. I I know that that somebody in the industry is out of touch with. How many am I going to put in a box versus how many of this character am I going to put in a box? Right. But right, I also right. see that 
when I wasn't collecting box series in 2015, when I was still collecting everything but uh, I had yep. one Chewbacca, they were everywhere. When the, when it first started, they were everywhere. Right, and plenty right. of them, and I just kind of walked by them all the time, going, "Oh, that's real cool." Like I remember seeing Django Fett so often that I thought, uh, "I need a Boba Fett. I want to just look at a Boba Fett." And now you, I mean, now he's a hundred dollars. Uh, where'd they uh, all go? <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the first to admit that I bought Django twice. I bought the, the yeah. original retail, and then I bought the gaming grates because I thought, nice. "Man, it's a better, New, it's a better looking the, head, and it gets the other right. backpack." <laughs> and I mean, and then there's that that we're willing to do that. We're such fans of these things that we're willing to go. This is identical with a better face paint job. I'll tell you, so you know, I'm gonna it was an easy one. Archive to, wave. This was an easy one to justify. This is just mm. specifically where Django is concerned because that yeah. Django, that Django body is the basis Jinky. for it's the basis for the uh the Mandalorian Super Commando, right. the, the Maul DeLorean. It's that that Django body. So it was an easy one to justify. Yeah. I'll get I'll get the new one. I'll have a great looking Django and I can repaint the old one into generic Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's another way that these companies are saving it. Oodles of money. This uh, like with repaints, with they're actually, re- no, I literally bought a thing for 40 bucks that was repaint of another figure. They just that put a belt a on hallmark. it. Re-branded it. But you that's know. a hallmark of the toy industry and it's, has it's, been it since totally forever. Is. And then I mean, the uh, the reuse that, of assets that we talk about. I'm looking at that there. gaming great. There's a gaming great. Um, uh, um, uh, Night brother, the Night brother behind you. They just reissued that exact figure in red with a bow. Right. Yeah, I saw there was four of those. I didn't get one. Today. Yeah. 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 Exact same figure, red with a no bow. difference. Yeah. No difference. No. Whatsoever. No. No difference at all. And those are the Darth Maul legs back from Wave One. That's right. A wave One asset well, i might paint one of those as a mole because i can't get a mall to save my life <sighs> and i mean the, so if they don't know that like there, there's a great example of a highly popular character that they must have their thumb on the pulse of knowing the popularity of and then yep, going yep. let's make this impossible or next to impossible to get it's a tough nut i don't know what the answer is i just know that as a collector in the space right now um I'm not as as happy as I was. I'm not as carefree as I was. Well, my mm-hmm. wife might argue with that one, but I don't think <laughs> I'm as carefree as I once was. Certainly, my my wallet uh, kind of co- corresponds. It's a bit of a yeah, yeah, restrictive. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah, I've certainly so. I've certainly learned to pay my bills first. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Wow, guys, have we got it all out of us now? Are we? Uh, I think so. I didn't even yell once. Enough? <laughs> I didn't even yell once. That's it. Like, look, like, like this is a like you know. It's a. I like that hat, by the way. Thank you. But I'll buy I'll buy rocks if they stamp Star Wars on them, and they know it. And there's so Did you many steal people that line like from me. me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the I problem. I and I and I I need to get better at that. I need to I need to be more discerning. And I know that I've actively gone. I'm not going to start like. I'm no longer pursuing the Rise of Skywalker figures that I missed. No, I I actually, in my purge, every sequel uh, sequel trilogy figure I owned, I got rid of. Yeah, I just I'm about to have I'm about to uh, lube up my shelves a little like that too with that stuff. There's a few I like the old Han Solo and Leia. I like them posed together a lot. Um, Yeah, man. You know, I feel like if I had to narrow, if I had to like purge my Black Series collection down, and I've been thinking about ways to do that, how would I do it? What I, what is the quintessential, you know, and I think I would probably keep, you know, 
probably I would really love it if somebody out there, and I don't know if this this probably exists already, mm. a one twelve scale or six inch scale Millennium Falcon cockpit that I can put Han, Chewie, Luke, oh, Leia, and the droids in the cockpit. That's it, and that'd be my thing. And Ben, obviously, uh, yeah. You know, there there are certain characters from each film that I would go. This is the quintessential version of that the character. moment you want to collect. I already. I mean, I don't need five. I mean, the first generation stormtrooper. I don't need five of those. No, I narrowed it down to one. I kept every sand trooper because they had a different pauldron. But and that's another thing that's kind of gone to the wayside is army building. Yeah, I have seven Luke Skywalkers, but no clone troopers. <laughs> I'm looking at that Mandalorian Luke Skywalker that they just uh, showed off, and I'm like. Is that going to be the definitive Luke? <laughs> it's the Jedi Luke all over again, yeah. but this time he comes with a black cloak instead of a brown one. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's really nice. But I, I mean, I guess they don't know. <laughs> I Let's don't just know. pretend they don't know. I don't know. Anything if else? For another seven. If I see another seven in the wild, I'll snap it up for you. Though. <laughs> Perfect. Anything you want to close out on before we get going, guys? Well, the Marvel Legends. I like what they're doing. Sure, as, sure. As far as the build a figure stuff goes. Oh yeah, my that, god. That gives okay. you more value. We are not but, signing off. <laughs> but the catch to that is you gotta buy the whole wave. You do have to buy the whole wave. To get yeah. the figure. Do yeah. you find so this is something I see quite a bit online? It's uh, you know, that one person who's like, I only want this figure. Is anybody else getting this, this wave? Because I'll go in on it with you if I can just have this figure or this build a figure part. You know me, right? Like yep. 99% hey do you need this figure yes I do are you doing anything with the bath no I'm not okay you can have it <laughs> nice why didn't why didn't Hasbro learn from the Marvel group and apply the build a figure concept to to, other to, properties. to Star Wars yeah. Rancors. there are large we could have had much larger characters yeah. uh, that, that they wouldn't do even as a deluxe, you know, you think right. Wrecker is a big figure. What about some of those guys in the cantina? Mm. I mean, it, actually, you know, when you look at Wrecker scaled to the, the animated version, when he, I, I was doing this the other day, actually, because I have Wrecker open there. I don't know yeah. And I was looking at him beside Hunter and then scaling them in the animated series. He's, he's crazy bigger than Hunter. Oh, they're, he is. For sure he is. It's, so they, I mean, uh, Zeb, the rebels line, that's a really big figure, but he's Especially a lot, if you stretch he's his a lot legs bigger. Out. Yeah, stretch out his legs. He actually yeah. is fairly imposing yeah, over the rest pretty, of them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, Grievous is another very tall figure when he's when he's completely all stretched out too. So. But there and are you, again, we're talking value. So even if we didn't absolutely. go, we, there's a limited amount of sort of potential for build figures because Marvel has that infinite breadth of large, yeah. you know, well, look at figures. So th- it's not a it's not a uh, a Hasbro thing exclusively. Mattel no. did it when they had DC. They did their their Collect and Connect, which and McFarland's doing it now again. But mm. I'm going to touch on Collect and Connect for a minute here because Collect and Connect was not exclusively other action figures. You remember they did Batman's grapple gun? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, here here's a fan like myself who's clamoring for give me some set pieces. Like remember that uh, Ghostbuster? Remember Ray's junk speeder? Yes. Her bike. There's no reason why that couldn't have been broken up over three or four figures. And then by the time you bought the wave, you get a, a speeder bike. Yeah. Like, why aren't they doing this? It's a good question. Yeah. Because yeah. it does offer a secondary opportunity like Marvel does, right? right? Like you build the figure first and then repaint it and just sell it as a deluxe. Oh, six inch scale vehicles won't sell or six inch scale vehicles is too expensive in uh, tooling costs. Um, just do some of the small ones. Yeah. 
right. and see Put how it goes. As, as like build a set figure pieces. pieces. It's like what yeah. we talked about. Set set pieces is, is yeah. a perfect example of that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing that the three point seven five stuff has going for it because it's more. Well, there, could, yeah, it's being smaller, just less real estate, it lends right. itself better to world building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, this has been, uh, we've been at it for just a little over, oh, about an hour and 15 minutes now. I, I mean, uh, I feel, uh, I feel, feel better, nicely quenched. How about you? Yeah, Mike? <laughs> I do. I actually, I do. I mean, I'm still in love with the, the, uh, the game, I guess you, you will. Yeah. I just had to yeah, get some things off my chest. I, 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 there's not a heck of a lot we can do about it unless we take, you know, uh, our the discernment of our collections into our own yeah, hands yeah. and then maybe you know and like i said i'm I'm really interested in this 3d printing sort of thing and and looking at artists that are producing something that I, that's more precious that might mean more right, something right. you know uh well so wait let me let me ask one question though if i own a 3d printer and i just go online and find the file and print it off am i an artist depends how you paint it no nah, i i mean there that's that's there's a point there you know what uh, I mean? No, you know you're a manufacturer, that. definitely a manufacturer. Yep, yep. But I, as a, as a, you know, like, cause like we were saying before, I probably wouldn't flip that. I might flip it to somebody who wants it and then just get yep. the, my, my right. money out of it for what I put into it. My, if I Jay like wanted if you, a, a figure and I could make him one and then yeah, just because yeah, yeah. it cost me 10 bucks to make, throw me 10 bucks. Uh, that's something I'd be making for myself. I don't if think I'd be making, you know. If you're writing your own files and you're doing all of your own design work, absolutely yeah but just going out there and you know that's why i think people who are like oh this is my file and people who are getting upset because they think that their work has been stolen it's like what whoa pot uh, kettle over <laughs> right right <laughs> oh well 3d printing that's a whole other thing <laughs> it is it is that's another show all right guys well this has been our uh our episode the uh, pre-order uh menace by the way anybody got anything on pre-order right now yes yes <laughs> GameStop. I have, I have nothing. Yeah, that's GameStop the other has thing. one of my testicles. <laughs> With Amazon, like you were saying, uh, Hank, pre-order dates, like waves that are hitting now, and it still says on Amazon due to hit in like January. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So, so that's like, okay. Very, yeah, yeah. That's that's hella hard on the pocketbook because if if that's the only thing we have to budget with as like sort of like multiple co- collectors, um, uh, they got to give us a break somewhere. <laughs> I mean, if the problem isn't that. We, we can only get two figures every three months or suddenly there's 15 to choose from and either way we're going to get screwed. So somebody's got to figure something out in terms of that Wait, distribution just kind of there. Oh, a little bit of an internet issue. Um, you're back, man. Oh, we, just, we missed just, the last thing. Last 30 seconds. What just, was it? I just ranting about if they, they, they got to get it together. They got to either figure out three figures every six months or 15 figures a day, you know, is not going to cut it. They need to find a happy medium. What I love is where the, the layman uh, can afford it. Um, here's your pre-order and by the way we don't charge you until it shows up and then suddenly oops you do get that 15 figures drop in a day and suddenly you're like oh crap i can't live with that level of stress of having to juggle that uh that level of like oh my god it's feast or famine right i I can't do that so i am content to uh just kind of pick and choose what i can get when i can get it and if i really 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 want something i know i can get it online true it's it's true yeah well i think that's it for me guys anything else for you not as of now (laughs) (laughs) all right 
Well, listen, guys, this has been our uh, our fa- uh, our pre-order menace episode. A nice uh, casual chit chat to sit down and talk about some toys. I hope you guys enjoyed awesome. the episode as much as we did. Whether you're listening to this uh, later on or catching us on the the replay on uh, YouTube. Don't forget, we've got uh, Andor coming up here very shortly. There is a bunch of entertainment that's dropping uh, in oh. the near uh, future. Have you guys checked out the first episode of She-Hulk yet? I did. I finally oh. got to see it. So good. Um, Excellent. A, they're calling it the, the best Marvel series yet. It could well be. I do like the. I do like how it was presented. I. I, I do. Yeah. The twist on our origin was just perfect works for me it doesn't like, didn't have to yes. be even, no, uh, no it didn't have to be any more than what it was I, I, no. the first like 20 minutes i was thinking before they sort of explained it away by their genetics i was like oh you could you could catch hulk like aids <laughs> <laughs> but that also opens the door for a villain to come back from the incredible hulk well mm-hmm. i mean we've all i think we've all been sort of like mm, that was a missed opportunity yeah he's still gonna come back we're talking about the leader right the leader yeah, okay the leader i agree i think that that was a missed opportunity with him i'm more interested to see this relationship between wong and abomination yeah uh what the hell is going on there? wicked <laughs> interesting right. to see how it plays out yeah it's gonna be fun and uh we'll be back again here next week same time same channel i don't know what we'll be talking about but uh we've only got uh just a couple more weeks and we're back into our regular review series with uh, Andor. again first three episodes are dropping uh in that that opening day it's going to be a crazy week for us here behind the scenes but uh we'll be back with uh our deep dive review series the way that you uh, have come to expect expect from us here at fandom power i can And until next week, guys, uh, that's it for me. So until next time, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. I'm Hank. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.